Hello and welcome to Castable. This is the podcast which brings on brilliant guests to pitch their dream music festival. My name's Matt Hoss and I'm the host. My job is to help you, the listener, to navigate the campsite and make sure you don't trip over any tempests. Today's guest is an award-winning stand-up comedian, singer, and writer. She is the co-host of the wonderful podcast, Mr. and the Rocks. And you may know her as a Twitter thread specialist or a hardcore Sonic enthusiast. It's Suze Kempner. Hey. Hi. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. How are you doing today? I'm feeling very enthusiastic about Sonic and also <laughs> my own festival. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. You know what? Like, there's, there's some people who come on and they're like, yeah, you know what? I... I kind of like music festivals, it's fine. But some people are like, you're right, I'm here to, I've got, I've been writing this since the day I was born. Here we go. And, <laughs> and uh, it's always those two camps as well. But uh, the way we like to start off this podcast, is if someone were to ask you what kind of music are you into, how do you typically respond to that question? Oh, I like a lot of musical theatre. And then I've got quite an eclectic taste uh do a lot of 70s rock yes yeah 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 a lot a lot of that i not i don't really listen to the radio now so i couldn't tell you what's in the charts but <laughs> yeah do a leaper she's someone i think and there's a band, <laughs> she's someone yeah she's a, she's a an artist there's a <laughs> band called little mix and another one called one direction and yeah, i know yeah. about them like i couldn't tell you who won the last couple of x factors i don't think well, yeah, like because I remember when, uh, especially, uh, I think Little Mix were probably like the last bastion of people of true fame out of X Factor as well. Because I, I, I genuinely don't know. Uh, were they after One Direction? I think so. They but probably one, were, weren't they? Yeah. yeah, but I think One Direction came. Po- it was, yeah. I, I don't, I don't. We're I, in either One Direction. This is see. This is because I used to watch it, but mm-hmm. now I. It was basically, I think, in 2013, mm-hmm. politics got quite fraught compared to yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah there was a lot of death outside and i went oh this is, politics is probably more important than reality tv <laughs> wasn't a decision i made it was just one patch of my imagination <laughs> more than the other for, for a change <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, like a choose either politics or x factor one of the two you so, can't uh, have both yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, although Ed Balls is trying to stretch the gap very much. Uh, well, uh, he's part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, obviously, like you're an amazing singer. If people Thank haven't you. listened to you, like uh, they should totally do that as well. Like, uh, uh, but um, yeah, and obviously we're going to be talking about festivals as well. But since you have an experience with like gigging, and uh, so what? What the, um, have you ever played any festivals? Yeah, I did. I've done comedy at mm-hmm. Lovebox and. Yeah latitude oh um, you know latitude is the one every comedian is like mm-hmm. which which festival you done latitude um <laughs> but i haven't like i don't really like festivals because mm-hmm. i don't want to i don't do any drugs and i don't want to be in a campsite for three days yeah. so instead <laughs> i'll watch highlights of them on the television like an adult <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a safe distance away like that's I, I, it yeah I want to enjoy the festival, but also have hygiene. So yeah, yeah. I think it's wise. So okay, <laughs> what what's it about the festival atmosphere which is uh, something that you like? Ugh, something that, that you? I don't know. I, I think a festival. Also, I'm very short, so if yeah. I went in a crowd and went and they went, let's go down the front. I'm gonna get elbowed in the face. Yeah, and that's right. not gonna happen. Watching the highlights at home, mm-hmm. you <laughs> see red button. <laughs> Just grand elbowing you in the face, like oh, yeah, none know. none like that. Yeah, uh, but like, yeah, I, I, I'm short as well, and I, I always find that gigs, I get so annoyed because I'm like not tall. Because, uh, right. and obviously, you have those kind of like those kind of boisterous guys who kind of like just two minutes before the band starts, they kind of wade in like with their the lads, like with pints and two it. hands, and they kind of yeah. walk right in front of you. And it's like, come on, mate, like, yeah, yeah. And also, like, I'm five one, but I don't have that low center of gravity thing because I'm built like someone who's very tall. Yeah, um, I've got a lot of limbs, and that means I fall easily. And when you're yeah. this height and you fall easily, it's it's just a terrible combination. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I like how so you you have a lot of limbs, like you got a lot of like yeah. like a spider. There's just <laughs> a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, you kind of mentioned that you you kind of liked a lot of uh, earlier music, but um, so mm. outside of singing, do you like um, uh, do you play a lot of instruments as well? Uh, I play the piano very badly, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! Like, did you ever want to be in like a, a famous rock band or anything like that, or what was like your aspirations? Because you do both. Uh, I, one of the questions I asked is, did you ever want to be a musician? And you are mm. a musician as well. So, how do you? What's what's the, the differences and the similarities between 
life as a comedian and a musician? Um, when you're a musician, when you're a singer, so if I do gigs when I'm a singer, mm-hmm. the bonus over being a comic is everyone will be pleased with what you do mm-hmm. unless they just are ungrateful pricks who don't <laughs> like singing. <laughs> and then it's not your fault. They weren't, yeah. they just weren't going to like it. Yeah. Whereas if you're a comedian, you can die on your ass even if the crowd are pleasant people because mm-hmm. sometimes the vibe isn't right. Whereas like if you're singing and you do some old crap from, you know, sit, not even it's not even crap songs, but just do some real basic fare. Like, here we go, guys, some ABBA, then Simply the Best by Tina Turner, and then yeah. we'll close out with Queen's We Are The Champions. Yeah. You know, just some guaranteed crowd pleasers. They won't care that they've heard them a thousand times better, um, a thousand times before and better, because they've been sung by actual Tina Turner and Queen and that. They'll just go, Oh, brilliant. I know these songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. there's somebody singing them. <laughs> so that's how it's much easier. However, you don't get the thrill of when you do live comedy because you've mm-hmm. got people going, you thought a thought and said it and I liked it because it was funny. You don't get that. Mm. There's a lot more instant validation. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah. Also, I would never perform songs that I've written live because oh, I'm really? not a good songwriter. <laughs> Oh bless! You know, I I would I would love to hear that actually. I think it'd be really good. Um, no, they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, we can finish the podcast by you doing like a a, a fun rendition as well. Be fun. Yeah, we go. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, like uh, I used to really want to be a musician, and mm-hmm. uh, I went into comedy. But like, uh, and there's obviously when you're a teenager, you try and any creative outlet because you want to perform and uh, there's that mm. kind of urge to kind of act and whatever and I, I used to write so much like poetry as well but I've got like stacks of books of when, when as a teenager and I I don't want to open them they could be like it would be dive embarrassment old, old poetry old teen poetry yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you if you do a, a song I'll get some poems out okay like wor- it's a worst call. gig ever <laughs> come Brilliant. on guys gather around <laughs> yeah. this is Jamboree well the thing is like every comedian, I've heard this said before, this isn't my theory, but it holds up. Every comedian wants to be a rock star and every mm-hmm. rock star wants to be a comedian. Yes. Like yeah, both yeah. want to do the other one's job. Mm-hmm. So it's natural. <laughs> it's natural that you wanted to be a musician. Absolutely. And you probably still yearn for it. I can see a guitar. Yeah, I'm yeah. I've, uh, yeah, I've got, I've got the guitar behind me. And, I, and again, like, uh, I, yeah, I... For for my Edinburgh show last year, I, uh, I I there was a joke that I want I created a country album uh, after a breakup to, to mm-hmm. try and win uh, win my uh, heart, um, oh, back. So uh, there might, but also there's a little part because I wrote this album, which is just purposely bad album. But right. also it's like, yeah, I've actually written an album, so yeah, I'm actually pretty. I've actually done it. If you know what I mean? So it's like I've done the album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, very very few people have bought it, but you know, like, <laughs> good for you for putting it out there. Thanks. But yeah, we're going to go into the setting up camp section and we're going to mm-hmm. learn about the fundamentals of your festival. Great. Hi, it's Matt Hoss here. Just wanted to ask for a small favour. Please give us a five star rating on your podcast app of choice. This helps people notice the podcast a little bit more and it's really nice to see those lovely reviews. And on top of that, why don't you share it with friends and follow us at Castful Podcast on Twitter. And you can email us at castfulpodcast at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. Enjoy the rest of the episode, and thank you. Castable, if you can hear me, I want you to sing along. Go for it. One more time. You got it. So, Suze, what is the name of your festival? Suze's Festival. Yes, I like it. Keeping it simple with brand recognition. I like it because it's kind of like, it's not Sue's Fest, it's Sue's Festival. Sue's Festival. Yeah, you can yeah. shorten it to Sue's Fest if you want. I'm not precious about that. Like <laughs> on, because Twitter only gives you 280 character limit. So you might want to yeah, <laughs> take yeah. it shorter. But full name is Sue's Festival. I like it because yeah. it kind of sounds like a nice diner, if you know what I mean. Like Sue's Festival, come on in. The good uh, thing about my festival is there's a diner on site called <gasps> Susie's festival time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really market every every food store called Susie's something. You know what I mean? Yes, like it, it's brand. Tyler. It's the brand. If I see anyone who's just called it like donut stand, I go over and I I like I do that with my hands. I go the brand, the brand, and they have to slap her Susie's in front of it. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> and you and every T-shirt is like uh, it's like. 
Like it just said, uh, if you have like Levi's shirt or whatever, just go, Susan's Levi's shirt, actually. That's it. You can't yeah. attend and wear other named brands. Yeah. No <laughs> football shirts. You know, and it's like, oh, no, no, um, what do they call it? No sports teams shirts in bars mm-hmm. and stuff. Stop fighting. I have that rule, but it's not for to stop fighting because there's actually a, a fighting tent. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so that people will always just be... Uh, displaying only my brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, what I love chatting to other comedians on this podcast is that mm-hmm. uh, there's always a level of egotism there, just because, like, uh, not to say that's egotistical, yeah, but everyone's no, like, you is. know what? I'm going to slap my face on everything. It's going to be about me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The two O's in my name, it's spelled S O O Z, are yeah. just my eyes. One up, <laughs> left eye, right. I just like, with an S and a Z either side. Two's. Okay, fans of this podcast, you're going to make that and uh, put on Twitter for us, please. And, uh, I've got big eyes, so it yeah. works really well. <laughs> so uh, we, we kind of glaze over it, but w- you, have you got a fighting tent at your festival? Yes, I do. Like, like, usually we go find yeah. out more about that in the next section, but let's, I really want to hear about this right now. What's, oh, okay. what's your fighting tent? It's just like if a fight breaks out on, on, in, my, in Suze's festival on site, mm-hmm. I, w- I want it monetized so they have to fight in the tent. <laughs> And you pay a premium to get in and watch the fights. So it's kind of like, it has like the pay-per-view of boxing, but of, mm. uh, but the real drama of like reality television. That's it. And you can watch. You can also pay a premium online and watch the fighting tent. <laughs> They'd be the highlight, fighting tent highlights. Yeah, this is Derek. Festival. Yeah, yeah, fighting and Gary. Yeah, he, will, he got cut in line at Suze's donut stand. <laughs> they got into an argument. There'd been some drinking. A steward stepped in, Susie's yeah. steward stepped in and said, guys, if you're going to do this, get yourself to the fighting tent. Pointed yeah. them in the direction, they walked down there and they fought yeah. in front of a crowd. What I love about that, it's like, yeah, you see two people about to square up and go, guys, 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 don't do that here. Do it yeah. over there where we're going to make people watch exactly. the fight. Exactly. And it just keeps all the violence in one place. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We want that on earth. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sending a message. Like if you're gonna, if, yeah. like if there has to be violence, you might as well keep it all in one place. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that sounds good. Uh, yeah. And uh, but would you would you purposely try and uh, add some antagonism to people just so we can get some that that, that money rolling in? It. I don't know because so far the festival is Suze's festival is merely hypothetical. Yeah. But I have had. I've got a plan where some stewards will walk around with sharpened bamboo sticks. Poke people with them if there's no violence happening. Like if the fighting tent seems quiet by the second day of the festival, a lot of poking people with sharp sticks just because that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and even if the steward walks away, they'll be left with the annoyance and it mm-hmm. might help some fights begin. I, I love it. Yeah, it's like a, it's a, what, what a one, you know what? We've, mm. we've done a, a large handful of, uh, of these episodes and no one's had okay. a fighting tenure. And I think they that's haven't. genuinely brilliant. It's oh, good. Well, you get, I offer things other festivals don't. Yeah, like marketing <laughs> Like a fighting well. tent. Yeah, yeah fight, Susie's fighting tent. Uh, yes. Okay, so do you have anywhere in mind where geographically your festival might be? Well, I live uh, near Gatwick, mm-hmm. uh, which is good, like, for international visitors of the festival, if I yeah. have it here. There are, there's farmland around mm-hmm. i think i'll just hire some of it probably though have you like have you ever been on a big agricultural farm mm-hmm. yeah so quite often the fields are empty i mm-hmm. think you could probably put a festival on and the farmer wouldn't notice as long yeah. as it's cleared up <laughs> just take the stuff with you please we'd mm-hmm. make sure that we'd say to like this is another thing that you don't get at other festivals at Susan's festival we say to people on the way in oh, by the way, when you leave, take all your shit with you, yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they would do it because they've been told to. That's yeah, how it if works. not, you'd be taken to the fighting tent, all right? Yeah. yeah. There's, like, take all your shit to the fighting tent <laughs> and just you have to fight the stewards if you aren't going to take it with you. <laughs> but actually, yeah. yeah, like, you know, it would guarantee a clean field. The farmers wouldn't notice anyone had mm-hmm. been there. I've saved myself a ton of money in yeah. hiring a site. Yeah. And the farmer gets some street cred if he later finds out. Mm-hmm. If he get like, oh what? There was a there was a festival yeah. on my land. What? And everyone go, was it Susie's festival? Yeah. 
Well, I don't know, because there was nothing left behind to say yeah. what festival it was. I just heard rumours. And then everyone would be just going, oh, my God, it's so cool. You had Caesar's Festival on your land. And then he's fine with it. I, I like it because it's kind of like a gorilla festival, you know, like it kind of yeah. moves around. It's very There sneaky. is a gorilla tent. Yeah. <laughs> as in go- gorilla, as in like, uh, like w- which kind of gorilla are you going for? <laughs> like, it uh, says, the tent just says Susie's gorilla tent and you go in <laughs> and there's a mix of great apes and people <laughs> who are surprising you. So it's all the kinds and the bands, the gorillas, who yeah. I think was a guy, a guy out of Blur and uh, some cartoon people who they're probably not real. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a very eclectic stage, but my goodness, what, yes. what a stage it is. You know, but you know you've got three days to fill the, the great apes. They mostly want to hang out with cats, I think. Yeah. I've seen documentaries where they do. Genuinely documentaries where gorillas have a cat yeah i worry about it i always think that that whenever i see a chimp with a cat or a gorilla with a cat i always think that cat is in a lot of danger yeah yeah i worry i worry um okay but uh, without revealing the lineup how much would you charge Mm. per ticket to Sousa's festival i don't know how much festival tickets cost Mm -hmm. i think glastonbury costs about 250 pounds yeah so my plan is to charge 249 pounds <laughs> that yeah. way glastonbury will be going hang on all we've got is an empty field and a load of bands yeah and no camp camping people whereas i'm going roll up roll up come into <laughs> Susie's festival it's 249 pounds and you can fly to it yeah and uh, yeah i'm gonna say fly into the festival into a farm um yeah uh, what, why kind of like that? You've done the, you've kind of like priced them out in a way like, you know, how there's like this pound stretch and then you're like, no, I've got 99p world. Exactly, yeah, 99p yeah, yeah. store. And then somebody opens the 98p store. <laughs> so I've got to keep my wits about me. Yeah. It's another festival, but they can't go much lower. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. And they're probably going to hire land. So they're going to have to charge accordingly, whereas I'm not going to bother. That's, that's brilliant. Well, um, and is it going to be camping at your festival? Is that part yes. of the... Yeah. yeah, people can camp, or if they just fancy staying up for three days, they can do that too. They don't need somewhere to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thinking of uh, thinking of erecting a hotel on the farmer's land, but I don't know how long that takes. <laughs> and if you might notice, because they can yeah. be quite tall hotels, yeah, can't yeah, they? Yeah, the yeah. travel lodge on the M6 isn't. Mm-hmm. It's one level, but it's quite wide. Mm-hmm. So maybe a maybe a one story, just like, like a wide hotel, like on yeah. the M6. I like it because you're like right, we have to sneak into this farmer's field and like yeah. uh, do the secret festival. But we do have to do a lot of construction to build. There's this a lot. Yes. Travel lodge. There's a lot that needs to be done to get our festival going. Keep the noise down though, because the, if the farmer yeah. finds out, we're fucked. Because he doesn't yet know that what a success Susie's festival is going to be for him. Yeah. as a person and uh, it's a much of a nightlife aspect because you mentioned that people have to be quite quiet as well like uh, so is uh, it going to be oh i haven't thought of that yes the farmer might find out during the festival by <laughs> the noise yeah we'll yeah, pick like... a weekend when he's away oh yeah yeah but like uh, yeah like kind of like when your parents out for a house party they bring out That's your friends it. Gotcha. yeah yeah sometimes sometimes uh like a farmer needs a holiday i have I have a theory that plants and cows can look after themselves for, for a weekend. So I think we're okay. What you could do whilst the farmer's away, they'll be like, oh no, no one to look after the cows. And we'll, well, actually make it part of the experience so people can go and Ooh. feed the cows. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll come back and go, bloody hell, my cows look fine. Mm. I was hoping they would be, but they look <laughs> great because they have been eating donuts from Susie's donut stand. Susie's donuts from Susie's. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't, and they some of them look a bit bashed up because maybe they've been fighting. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I heard that cow has been friends with a gorilla. It's absolutely phenomenal. There's a documentary about. Yes, there's a documentary. <laughs> no one worries about the cow because it's good size. Don't give cats to a monkey. I hate that. I hate that. Well, I think it's time to head to your festival to Susan's okay. festival. 
About to drop some acid like I know I should But I just remember that I left it in the club I don't know how I'll get my high I take a look around and know I sigh But then my salvation, it comes through Cause I'm inhaling pure O2 Cause I'm going into the oxygen tank Cause I'm Yeah. That was actually quite disappointing. Okay, so how many days of this festival have you got? Three days, like uh, most of the festivals I've heard about. I think mm. I'm going to go for three days. And I assume it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sure, because cool. the farm is away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're yeah, going to yeah. go, go midweek. That's yeah, when exactly. the farm shops are open. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bloody markets on. Yeah, it's uh, sorry though. So he's just like, well, yes, I run a farm. Yeah, uh, and the whereabouts is just just to add to add extra texture to this high mm. So where's the farmer going on holiday? Uh, Cornwall. Oh yeah, like, yeah. He doesn't like to go abroad because he, like, he doesn't speak the language. <laughs> he's not yeah. accents make him uncomfortable. Yeah. But you could just about take a Cornish accent. The farmer is racist. So if yeah. anyone is annoyed that I'm having a festival on his land without his knowledge. Just be aware that this yeah. farmer is racist. Yeah, he he he's good friends with Tim Martin. You know what I mean? He's he's yeah. he's a, yeah. He's he's, he not, he's not. But you know what? He wouldn't even set foot in a Weatherspoons. What a hypocrite! <laughs> All right, but he he gets the he gets the Weatherspoons magazine delivered to his house because he won't go there. But that's yeah. the kind of uh, yes. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he tells, I just... his, he tells his wife to keep the noise down when all she's doing is just like cooking his dinner. Absolutely, and uh, and his wife's like, "Oh, do you need a hand anything today?" He goes, "No, I'll let you know when I need a cup of tea." Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, he's like, that, yeah, yeah, he's that kind of guy. Yeah, she, her eyes are dead, and he hasn't noticed. <laughs> and Susan's festival's gonna bring that love back to her as well. They're gonna get like, yeah, she's gonna. It's like, this is she like a film. Find it, she'll find it very attractive when the farmer is angry. Because he's noticed, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the, the Foo Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> she comes back and he catches them um, packing up, maybe. Okay, and, yeah, yeah. And the Foo Fighters don't give a... He's quite an authoritarian. Yeah. And he turns around to them and goes, to explain all this, what, it, what the hell's been going on on my farm? And they go, hey, who cares, man? <laughs> Life's a beach. I don't really know if that's what they're like. Yeah, that's uh, uh, to us. Is that pretty Roll. much it? Yes, very David Grohl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that at one point in the nineties they were AIDS denialists, but I think they changed their minds. Uh, oh, I've only, I've only oh. just remembered that bit, but I think that's bad. But the farmer probably agrees. Anyway, <laughs> they they um. <laughs> yeah. they, they, he's the farmer's like kicking off, and they laugh at him, and the wife. He hasn't noticed because he, he hasn't noticed her in years. But she's behind <laughs> and she's like, oh, I find the Foo Fighters so attractive for laughing at my awful yeah. husband. So, yeah. I, well, I can't, this is like genuinely, this is the kind of drama I live for. This is really okay, cool. good. Yeah, yeah. It's all happening. Yeah. Even, even when Susie's festival is finished and everyone's just going home have, having had a great weekend, there's mm. dram more drama and oh. excitement. At the end of the festival, because uh, she went to the festival, had a nice time, and she comes home and goes, Dave, I want a suit yeah. divorce. And then go, Bam. Yeah. yeah. She go. flies off from Gatwick, <laughs> the corner. She flies off with the Foo Fighters on their plane. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's comes... like learning to fly, the song Learning to Fly plays, wow. and she just, and he, you see him, he's shaking his fist yeah. on the runway, like, come back. I, I, I hate you, but you were my possession. This like is like that. this is like head of garbler, but like uh, just yeah. a nice version of it. It's wonderful. <laughs> festival uh, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> genuinely, I got so. So Friday, there. Saturday, Sunday, the festival definitely. Yes. Done. So let's start with your Friday, and let's get into the bands that you're going to be putting on on these days. And yeah. I'm not sure uh, how you're going to do it, but um, let's start with the first band on Friday. Who is the first act to perform on your Friday? The festival uh, will be opened by. Um, David Bowie in 1973. Holy moly. What a, oh my God. Uh, yeah. what, a, what a star. Oh my God. Early Simpsons yeah. Bowie starting off the festival. Pow. Yeah. He's op he opens, right? So all the lights are down, but it's the, it's the middle of the day, but I keep it dark mm -hmm. at the festival to 
the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So everyone has dropped off their stuff at the M6 travel lodge that I've had <laughs> built on site and they all come out um, and they're like, wow, I hear uh, we need to get down to the main stage, Suze's mm -hmm. main stage yeah, to see who's going to open the show. And then the lights boom, go on and he opens with Space Oddity. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, his Amazing. first his first hit, probably I think, and mm. everyone just goes nuts. Oh, but it's just the first the first few years of Bowie. Mm -hmm. So he's and and pe people's minds are blown because they know these songs. They've never heard them sung by the man himself mm -hmm. up close and young, unless they're old people who saw him. <laughs> in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um. Early seventies Bowie's was one of the musical acts you've sent to me to prepare for, and obviously, like, okay. uh, um, but uh, so with uh, with seventies, uh, so why why early seventies Bowie? What what and um, what point does do you put the distinction between early seventies? What what album do you kind of like? It's a cutoff point for that, right? So I might have misunderstood this podcast a bit because what I've gone for is being silly. However, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Sense, I sense at this point I was meant to talk deeply about the music <laughs> you don't absolutely no you can be as silly as you want i'm just trying to like, double click good, on that for you because i uh, think bowie's really good but i'm yeah. not like i don't know that i don't like know all the different albums no 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 oh no, no, no so no, no. my my idea was he'd have a great costume on <laughs> yeah okay no, no. <laughs> it was 1973 he would yeah. though wouldn't he yeah and absolutely like yeah, yeah. oh space oddity life on mars Starman. yeah um, you're getting uh, like he, 11 he he hasn't Gigi. done heroes yet, no. uh, but like a lot of good, a lot of good, cool, big Bowie hits. Yes, and yeah, Gene Genie, and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great party to open the festival. Yeah. And also, early Bowie has a lot of like uh, kind of rock, big rock hits as well. So there's a lot of energy. You know what I mean? like, yeah, uh, exactly. And may I say that's a bold choice uh, in, a, in the best way possible. Like, yeah, have Bowie open your festival. That's like. Like, some people go a bit tame on their suggestions, like, oh, right. yeah, I guess I'll just... But you've gone like, fuck that, that this is Susan's festival, and you've Susan's gone into festival. it. If the farmer comes home early, because he's worried, he's, mm -hmm. oh, I'm worried, comes home early, and his wife's like, no, don't, because I'm starting to think maybe she's in on the festival now. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, she's someone who's like, you know, she's kind of pushed him away. She's kind of like... Um, did you yeah. ever watch like Hyder in the House? Uh, remember no. the CBBC, pro right? There's a CBBC program which I came think out I like might be I'm probably about 15 years older than you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. In like the 2000s, there was this program where like basically um, our two like presenters would uh, they would get like a celebrity yeah, and and they would hide him in the house and stuff like that and oh, do activities. That's yeah, it's quite creepy, isn't it? Did they yeah. ever hide one who's later been uh, outed as a criminal <laughs> sex man? Not that I know of, but I'm okay. I can't. We, we'll, I'll do some research afterwards and I'll put it on okay. that. Okay. <laughs> so, so, we'll find we'll out. Find out. <laughs> yeah. Find out if, uh, not because of Hyder in House, just because they were like, oh, this celebrity will hide him. And it turned out to be like, I don't know, uh, like, who's trying to think of one who's not like a. A, a big hitter not like mm -hmm. oh we they hit harvey weinstein in the house yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but like i don't know maybe yeah maybe not savile but one who made a few dodge phone calls and he got out for of sure it. yeah like uh like yeah but i in all fairness it was like it was always someone like and uh, there was like obviously it's for kids and there was always like um, it was always a celebrity who wasn't really that famous like I've been on extenders yeah. three times and the kids are like ah uh, oh cool cool gotcha. oh no oh <laughs> yeah. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I bet they hid the Chuckle Brothers in there and <laughs> yeah 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 when like wouldn't you expect them to be on a list they're not though they're the opposite if anything <laughs> they've saved more kids yeah, than they've yeah. harmed <laughs> I really like the Chuckle Brothers. Yeah. Do, do you know that they're on at Susie's Festival? Are they? Are they? Are they following Bowie? Or uh... they? Um, Bowie brings them on as a guest. <laughs> they're, they're actually they're they're at the fighting tent. They're doing like they've got yes. thirty years of they've got a whole career's worth of like they Avengers. they they compare the fighting tent and also <laughs> they fight in between. Yeah, yeah, just like they're kind like, of like. Come, come, Barry. Okay, Paul, and then they fight. There's also to me, there's to two, you. Yeah. Yeah, they and they're. Handsy, um, but not in a sex man. Yeah. Way. Do, uh, do you know there's two other Chuckle Brothers? Genuinely. Yeah, they're called something else, but they're other Chuckles. Yeah. And they, right? This is a good story. 
they're well known for being like all the Chuckle Brothers, all four of them, and there's probably some more. Like there was probably mm-hmm. like a Gummo Marks as well in there somewhere. Yeah. Right. They're 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 all really nice, and they were uh, they had they were known for like oh they're the nicest people. They're always good humoured. They never got a bad word to say about anyone apart from Cilla Black, and they, <laughs> they said she was a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> So I like that because it says that the Chuckle Brothers are good people, but not yeah. afraid to call someone out if they're the worst person ever, Cilla Black. Yeah. Well, she can't. She's not around to defend herself because she's not on this podcast and she's dead. <laughs> well, uh, she could be at your festival though. But who? Uh, who knows? She could, I'm not having her at the festival. <laughs> okay, well, that's definitive. Yeah. Death is not a barrier, but being a bad person is no Cilla. <laughs> Really, you know what? Cilla Black hasn't appeared on any lineups so far. Is she not? I, no, well, no offense. Because word gets around. Yeah, the Trickle Brothers have been quite. They come on this podcast and have said some awful things about. <laughs> okay, so after after uh, early seventies Bowie opening up your festival, can you sure. tell us for the, the rest of your Friday lineup? Yeah, I think uh, we're going to have the Spice Girls one by one, all doing their individual solo numbers. Oh. 15, yes. minute, 15 minutes each, I think it will be enough, but it does mean you'll get Emma Bunton doing the most underrated pop record of the last mm-hmm. 25 years, which is maybe. She's mm-hmm. going to do that. Um, Mel C is going to... She uh, uh, Right, sorry, but I find Mel C the most tedious Spice Girl, but mm-hmm. she's getting her 15 minutes. Yeah, uh, And they all get to do their solo works just for 15 minutes each, and then everyone goes, wow, that was amazing. I can't believe that I hadn't heard them in public sing mm-hmm. for years. What a shame they can't sing together. But then uh, so I've paid about 50 quid for pyrotechnics. Each Spice Girl <laughs> comes on one by one and they take a bow. Oh, mm-hmm. are they bowing? They set off a confetti can and I've given them off stage because there's a place on Amazon you get five for a tenner. Yeah. Right? And that's one for each Spice Girl. Pop, off they go. <laughs> then they do an hour together of the yeah. hits. Brilliant. Oh, People thought they're, they're, when they all did a reunion last year, that was it. It wasn't. No. And I love that because like, you also uh, look at their careers and go, actually, you know, they deserve, deserve that solo credit as well. And I think it's also yeah, like, they all did something. <laughs> but Bowie and Spice Girls together, like, this is like, yeah. this is like, this is a festival for everyone. This is, everyone's yeah. going to have a great time, right? And as has been discussed, I don't have to be a massive fan of them. To, like, I really, I, but I am a big fan of Bowie, but obviously mm-hmm. I'm not like a completist. Mm-hmm. So the Spice Girls, even less so, I, I don't care at all <laughs> about them. I don't, I never <laughs> want to see them live. But I, but my festival isn't for me, it's for yeah. everyone else. Susan's well, I, festival is for, for everyone. I really like that because, like, you really thought of the uh, commercial aspect of it because it's your brand yes. name. It's like, but it's not, it's too successful for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it's I, for, and I'm point, I'm like Kitchener on the poster, yeah, like, pointing, I, this festival is for you. I want you to have a lovely time. Yeah. I do, I really do. And I, but I, but everyone has to keep quiet about the festival, even if there's branding, because if the farmer finds out, yeah, oh, I kind of we'll like it. Go, we'll have to move it to a different farm. I kind of like it because it'd be like, uh, hey, uh, Susan Fest, are you ready? And we're like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah but keep it down. Yeah, are you ready? Like, Shh. Oh my God, guys. And uh, also, I liked earlier, like, uh, you're like, okay, we're, getting, we're going to get competitive cannons. We've got the Spice Girls on, which is a very rare event, but we're going to yeah. get like 50, only 50 pounds of like tech, uh, pyrotechnic. That's, That's it, enough. It? Have yeah. you ever been to a, like, come on, you, you probably weren't born, but in the 90s, we used to have firework displays. I remember yeah. where you could get a box of fireworks for 20 quid. It would, yeah. it would cover the whole evening. Absolutely. So you wouldn't, and inflation obviously is a thing. But you don't, <laughs> uh-oh, my cat's being sick. Oh. He was I'm going, <laughs> anyway, look, there's a tent, there's a Suze's Festival tent, which is my <laughs> cat. He's just on a stage. He's really friendly, so he wouldn't mind. His name's Freddie Mercury as well. Yes. Freddie Mercury tent, which will cause no confusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, Everyone's uh, like, woo, yeah. People just have to watch my cat all day and maybe he'll be sick. Yeah. And what you could do to, to add to the troll uh, is like, you, uh, if you're going to, you have to book your time in at the Freddie Mercury tent. If you don't go there, yeah. you're from the festival. So you have to just sit there watching all that. Yeah. You have to do, you have to, it's like jury duty. Yeah. Uh, what time have you got going to the fr- Susie's Freddie Mercury tent? <laughs> oh, 5 a.m. Well, yeah. 
look, are you going to go to bed or are you just going to stay up? I'm just going to stay up. Yeah. And then they have to go down there for half an hour and watch my cat. And they might come back and go, it was amazing. He was sick. Yeah. <laughs> so after Spice Girls, who do we have? After the Spice Girls, Joan Rivers comes out. And oh, my roasts, God. She roasts everyone. Brilliant. Yeah. For three hours. <laughs> for three hours of what? Yeah. She's just there going, you come back here. Your shoes are disgusting. Yeah. And like telling women their hair looks shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to like say a guy uh, is single and that's funny. Just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I'm not a roast comic. She's the expert. So mm-hmm. I can't speak for her. But I think it would be good to have three hours of Joan Rivers roasting people. She might be joined on stage by the Spice Girls and then she just tells them, she like goes, fuck off. And stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they have to leave. But it's all, yeah. fun. It's all good fun. And in the order that they came on one by one, they leave yeah, one by one as Joan exactly. Rivers. Exactly. It's easy for them to remember. Joan yeah. Rivers has got a visual cue. She goes, which one is it? It's yeah. Jerry. Fuck off, Jerry. <laughs> and then they leave and come yeah. And then they, they, sometimes they pretend they're going to come back and she's like, yo, you again. So I said, fuck off. Brilliant. I think that's what roasting is like. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm too, I think um, I'm one of these comics which are a bit too nice for roasting. I remember doing that yeah. uh, at the Fringe last year. I did uh, one with uh, Joby McGinn, who's a uh, Northeast comedian. And uh, ah, okay. we're, uh, we're both just quite timid and nice about it as right. well. And like, uh, everyone was like very underwhelmed by it. I was like, oh, ah, you, okay. you look bad. And being that, that really, like, really nice. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've never had to do it. I think I would be all right at it if I got to write it with the comedian I was roasting. Yeah, which they say is the best way to do a roast anyway. Mm-hmm. Unless, oh, unless it was Cilla Black. I, yeah, then I yeah. just say what other people have said about yeah. her. And that's the worst one, isn't it? When you go, oh, Crowds. you won't believe what someone's been saying about you. Mm-hmm. You tell them that hurts more because they can't have a go at you. You're just like, hey, whoa, don't mm-hmm. shoot the messenger, Cilla. Chuckle Brothers just said you were <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. probably have to cut all that because she's dead. And, uh, some people are very sensitive about it. <laughs> no, that's that's the only thing that's staying in. That's, that's okay, gonna, gonna, everything else is going. Going to be the sort of like slam podcast. That's, that's what okay. this is all about. That's it now. <laughs> uh, so, um, are you a big fan of Joan Rivers? Is that some, is that um, someone that you've always? I actually, like? I actually think Joan Rivers is amazing. Yeah, there's mm. a brilliant documentary that came out probably ten years ago, maybe a bit less than ten years. Anyway, she comes across great on it, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really, it doesn't really hold up very well, all that stuff where she just would roast people's outfits on the red yeah. carpet stuff. However, I liked it. So I think more of that at the festival. You know, leave the tent if you don't like it, but watch out. If she sees you leaving, yeah. she'll have a right go, probably. Yeah. You better be running to the fight tent or else... Uh, she That's it. Maybe Joan Rivers shows up in the fight tent and tells everyone they're fighting's terrible. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> fight, you, you fight so crap, that kind of thing. Oh, she could be like the commentator, you know, like, uh, and be like, Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell you what, well, the, no, the we... Chuckle Brothers are doing that, but they need a break. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they'll be uh, like, well, who have we got now, Barry? Well, Paul, it's Joan Rivers. And then yeah. she comes on and goes, oh, the Chuckle Brothers. I, ha- I, I had it off with them. It was rubbish. And they're like, ah, Joan. They probably go way back. Yeah, and, and then they up, she uppercuts them both at the same time. And not yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and then they go for their break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nursing, <laughs> nursing, yeah. sore cheekbones. Ow, my cheekbone off the Joan Rivers hit me in it. <laughs> um, okay, so who have you got to finish up on your Friday? Because you've got Bowie, Spice Girls, um, yeah. Union Spice Girls, and Joan Three Rivers. Three hours of Joan Rivers. And then, um, basically, what I'm going to do is get an orchestra to come on stage and play the music from classic 16-bit Sonic. Oh, um, wow. They do... They do fifteen hours of it. <laughs> oh my God. Some are, some tracks are repeat tracks. Okay, so oh, hold on one second, because okay. about a f- ten minutes ago you said, you know what, this festival isn't about me; it's for everyone else. And you're like, okay, yeah. sixteen hours of uh, Sonic. Okay, it's gonna be it, yeah. But... It, the festival's for everyone, and this fifteen hours is specifically for me. That's uh, I like that. Yeah. So, so um, have you? Oh, uh, where does your relationship with that uh, the video game Sonic start? Uh, I had had it when I was a kid. So my console of choice was the mm. Mega Drive, which yes. came out in 89 when I was but four years old. And uh, we didn't get it till the mid-90s because it was 
only became a budget option then. Mm-hmm. So when the N64 came out, suddenly the Mega Drive was more affordable. So mm-hmm. yeah, had a Mega Drive uh, and Sonic games captured my imagination. Mm-hmm. And I still love them now. I'm bad at them now, though. Yeah. Um, and you're doing Twitch at the moment and you're doing yeah. Sonic games, right? Yeah, I was trying to play Sonic on Twitch and I thought, oh, it doesn't matter. I haven't played these for nearly two decades. I'll be great. Mm-hmm. I couldn't barely get past second level. Oh, bless. Yeah. And it's always, <laughs> I, I've been doing a lot of Twitch recently. And, and, yeah. Uh, uh, games that you think you're quite good at as well. And then uh, you just on, on um, live and dying, just like literally, it's kind of not, yeah. not literally dying, but like, yeah. I off- literally died. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> imagine if you literally died on Twitch. I literally, did you see? I literally died. Someone had to call an ambulance. They brought me back and I just carried right on streaming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could be the guy that died. Yeah. Dead streaming, and uh, mm. and you know, at the end of that, you can call Silla Black a cunt as well. It's it's all exactly. It's all you can do whatever you like. I didn't anyway. It was the Chuckle Brothers. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so we have a uh, fifteen hours of Sonic uh, as an orchestra, just music from an orchestra. Imagine how good it would sound. You know what? I think that would. I think orchestras are very underrated at festivals. I've only seen yeah. like one or two, and but oh. it's uh, you have to pay them a lot, probably. Well, that's it. I think. Uh, uh, this is really boring, but the logistics of getting an orchestra is a lot difficult. But like, uh, yeah. um, I, uh, when I was younger, massive fan of like Metallica and stuff like that. And they have several ah. albums where they do symphony in Metallica, where they have like yeah. uh, they kind of uh, they have the San Francisco Philharmonic Orchestra, and they have do that to Metallica songs. And I think um, certain songs are, are like uh, there's some songs which are really magnified by how brilliant uh-huh. they come with it as well, and it really adds uh, another layer to the Metallica songs as well. And uh, yeah, and I think yeah, yeah orchestra versions of stuff like you love is wonderful as well so yeah, yeah. Would you, um so would they do anything other than sonic or is it pure sonic it's just sonic on that just, night just sonic just being bit sonic maybe some of the eight bit tracks scrap scrap brain zone on the master system <laughs> they play that one uh there's some other good ones they play the boss music from sonic 2 yeah on the master system and game gear and we just yeah. mentioned Twitch, but would you be playing alongside it as you played it? Like a big projection on on stage? I'm pretty bad at Sonic games. So yeah. maybe I'd just do like a couple of hours. I'd so, get some of the top speedrunners from Twitch to come down as well and mm-hmm. do some, like, it's a multimedia event. Let's have an orchestra playing the Sonic music. And look, there's my KE9 versus Joey Baby having a having a race yeah i genuinely can't tell if they're made up names or genuine <laughs> my kt9 is actually now known as sega junkie yeah uh, but i knew him as my kt9 when mm-hmm. i first watched him speed run seven years ago but now he's sega junkie but the mm-hmm. two of them together joey baby's real too they they're all both of them on stage racing real tim timp z he's gonna come down and play yeah. as well he's very good brilliant yeah, I uh, I think that again you bring a lot of novel touches to this festival, and I really really enjoy it. Um, it's out there. It, it is out there, but you know what? Yeah. It's Suzy's festival. You know? exactly. That's what makes it special. Suzy's yeah. festival. It's a strong brand with a unique feel. <laughs> yeah. And one angry farmer. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, you wait till you see him. Uh, so uh, I assume that's the, that's the way you'll finish your Friday, which is a quite yes. an atmospheric way to finish Friday. It finishes so at four o'clock the following afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you start your Saturday if not it's already just started? But who is the first yeah. act on, on on your Saturday then? Well, I wanted to because we've opened Friday with Bowie. Mm-hmm. It's quite, and it's seventies Bowie. Mm-hmm. So not only have we resurrected Bowie, but we've brought him back. Like he's young and it's seven, 1973 Bowie. So, um, the second night, the second day opens with uh, early 70s Elton John. Oh, amazing! Yes, he, and... people people love Elton John because of Rocket Man and mm-hmm. because of his performance at the Oscars. He won an Oscar with Bernie Taupin, mm-hmm. his longtime collaborator. Oh, interesting, Elton John is high at the moment. So, let's put him on a stage in the era he's most famous for probably Mm -hmm. the 70s yeah and i again i i've only started uh, obviously rocket man came out last year and a lot of people uh uh really raved about it as well Uh, 
But uh, and I actually didn't see that. But I've been trying to learn more about his career. I didn't really know much of his music. Obviously, you know the hits, but you don't. Yeah. I tried to go through the, the back catalogue. And uh, when I was researching this, I was looking at his like his first his early years in the seventies. He was like doing like two albums a year, and that was yeah. crazy. It's like he was Prolific. really put, yeah, really going for it as well. And there's some, a lot of variety of sounds, both. Uh, but it, and all of it's so refined and smooth. I really, really, yeah. Mm. It's such an enjoyable listening as well. And uh, uh, why not later Elton John as well? Or what, what do you think the 70s uh, Elton John brings more to the table? Well, he just is young and I th- seem to be obsessed with youth. Yeah. So <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah. he's in, no, I think he'd be, uh, he, he'd be wearing quite a lot of spangly costumes. He's yeah. going to be, and like, that's the era with probably the best songs. It's going to say, earlier you said that 70s rock is like one of your favourite as well. Like, uh... Yeah, exactly. My, in, in Suze's opinion, yeah. <laughs> some of the best songs. And at Suze's festival, the best mm-hmm. songs only. And Absolutely. Joan Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how it's, yeah. Uh, and, oh yeah, so 70s Elton John. That's, uh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, what songs would you really want to hear from 70s I really want to hear Benny and the Jets, please. Yes, yeah. That's my favourite Elton John song. Uh, mm-hmm. Take Me to the Pilot, that's good. Um, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday night's all right for fighting. Yeah. That, things are going to really kick off then and yeah. like, the fight tent will be full. Like the Elton John tent will briefly be only half full. Yeah. So you don't have to go, go. Saturday night's all right for fighting, the song said. Let's fight. Oh, we have to go to the fight tent. Uh, and there's a queue outside of just people chatting so that they yeah. can fight when they get in. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. All, anyway, a lot of great tracks for from a great man. Wonderful. After Elton John, again, you start, each of these days start with like, like, uh, headliners as well uh, but like uh, who's yeah. after Elton, who's after your Elton John uh, just a two hour set from Emma Bunton from the Spice Girls <laughs> again yeah, okay, yeah. she because like it's cheaper isn't it if you like, book, <laughs> book one book one person for two days rather than two people for two days I them. you get I, I love it's like you've really brought some fiscality to this conversation, which uh-huh. people have neglected because <laughs> it's a dream festival, and you're like, you know what? Like, yeah. what, like we're gonna get Bowie back from the dead, uh, yes. and they're uh, gonna play 70s version, and we're gonna uh-huh. pay him a lot of money. We're gonna get Elton John from the 70s, we're gonna pay him a lot of money. Yeah, we've gotta save money. So Emma Bunton, can you let's Emma Bunton for a contract. second night. It just saves yourself a lot of cash, doesn't it? If you've got a free <laughs> venue. But you've had to spend money on having the travel lodge from the M6 recreated. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's. Uh, well, I'm starting to think it might be two stories. You know what? Anyway, the farmer can't see it. There's a lot of maize. Yeah. The, the crop. So that covers it. Yeah, yeah. And I heard that uh, a lot of uh, a lot of cows being chucked up into the air, uh, obscuring the view. That a lot of gorillas are throwing the cows in the air. It's yeah. Very, very, very. They're uh, very. They're very unpredictable gorillas. Yeah. Don't leave them around your cats. <laughs> so yeah. Emma Bunton is doing a two-hour set. Emma Bunton's set. on. She's doing a couple of hours. And then, mm-hmm. this is the exciting bit, I'm going to come on and do some songs. Yes! Oh, my this God! The, yes! People are going to go, oh, I've been at Suze's festival now for a, a day and a half. When are we going to get to hear something from Suze herself? And mm-hmm. then, boo lights all go down. And then they big floodlight in the face of the audience they're like what is this what's happening on the main stage and they just hear me out of the darkness singing all the things that people like to hear at weddings yeah <laughs> um they really like dancing queen yeah that so it just kicks in so it's like kind of the greatest hits you're doing like yeah. like a, a they power- do that. Yeah. do you know what people at weddings they love to hear abba and then they think it's great if you kick off with uh, some, you know, simply the best. They love that. But then throw in, this will shock you, Fleetwood Max the chain. Yeah. People lose their minds. They're like, oh, I don't remember this. Oh, I like, hang on. I'm, oh, I didn't think about this song. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I start doing stuff like that. And people go, oh, my God. I think if you did that at a wedding, like, cause like I've been to weddings where like the play, like the DJ has been awful. And like, yeah. it's like that. And I am the kind of guy that likes a lot. And I'm always up for a dance at a wedding. I'm always up for it. But if you're, he's just like put on like, like 
some really slow songs for the whole evening with no hits whatsoever. And yeah. I also think it goes either way. I don't want to hear ABBA 18 times on the road. Uh, no, also, it's, a, it's an art, DJ. It is, it is. Wedding DJ. And would someone be getting married at your festival as you sang as well? Yeah, be... but not in the not on the main stage. We've got oh, a it's... wedding, Susie's wedding tent. And that's another way of bringing in revenue as well. Do you know yeah. who's officiating it? <laughs> it's a, a, a Silver Black. It's a Silver Black tribute act who's really nice. <laughs> yes. So, yes. It's yes. good, it's good. And she's like, yeah, lovely to see you. Come on in. Yeah. Do you want to get married to Chuck? It's like blind date, but it's not because you arrive with your partner and you go, oh, let's yeah. get married. People, and then, yeah. yeah, people think it's not real, though, but it's real. It's a real marriage. It's legally binding. Yeah. Uh, if you get drunk and get married, it still counts. I heard that um, Dave Grohl's going to get married to the farmer's wife. And it's, yes, yeah, so it's awful. It's uh, going to be all over the tabloids so that when Suze's Festival 2021 happens, yeah. people are going to go, we've got to get down there. Everything kicks off. Uh, so I think it's wonderful that you're headlining your own festival. Like it's kind of like headlining Ozfest. on Saturday night. Yeah, you're like you know what? I am the main event. This is Susan's. What's Ozfest? Who plays uh, there? Ozfest was around in like twenty, uh, like two thousand and two, and it was uh, it turned into download uh, eventually. But ah! it was, uh, it was Ozzy, Oz, Ozzy Osbourne did that festival. I think it went to America right. for a bit as well. Uh, it was and, Ozfest because uh, of him. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was called Ozfest because it was in Australia. No, yeah, it's it's called Ozfest, and uh, oh. in Ozfest, I think he well his uh, his management curated the lineup as well. So, uh, I see. Uh, so did it, Kelly Osbourne get to sing the hits? You know what? I'm not quite sure, but I wouldn't Papa be surprised. Papa don't preach. Yeah, she sang Papa don't preach. They sang a version of Changes together. <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah, uh, her and her dad. Anyway, good for them. What yeah. an electric way to finish a Saturday, because uh, yeah. you'll be like, do I imagine doing the 15-hour set like the Sonic people? Like, yes, I yeah. will. And my final song is Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh wow! Oh my yeah, god! And you get and you go, like, join in, everybody. Yeah. And everyone headbangs the headbanging bit. I get to enjoy it because I'm on the stage. I'm not having to be five foot one in the mm -hmm. mosh pit at the front. How would it feel for you to like? do that Saturday night at like a festival like, a, a, like yeah. 100,000 people how would you feel uh, would you reckon you, that'd be such an electrifying performance yes definitely mm -hmm. uh, and also there'd be a bit of me going I wish I'd bought my eyes at all I could have taken tips but I forgot <laughs> it that's so that's like part of the drama of that bit of eating tell you what we are such like uh, <laughs> we're such touring co comics and co uh, like oh, we, fucking eyes at all. oh yeah it's it's yeah, my sum up oh it hasn't come in time oh no uh, yeah yeah oh like yeah. I can't get the wi-fi to work yeah like there's good wi-fi at the festival don't worry okay good I made sure that the travel lodge had it yeah the farmer's wife has passed it around to everyone as well. She uh, is such a free spirit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's let's talk about your final day. Let's talk through your cool. Sunday. Who have Can't you got? believe it's already the final day. Yeah, it's happened so fast. Yeah. Well, all right. Blood, many, many, a lot of blood has been shed at this point. Hasn't it? <laughs> well, okay. So I really like uh, some YouTubers, mm -hmm. like ContraPoints, H bomber guy, I really like Lindsay Ellis. Mm. They're gonna do some TED talks for us. Really cool, to, nice. To yeah. open up Saturday, yeah, to open up Sunday even. So they're gonna be on stage. I've just left the stage at four o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> um, yeah. and at five o'clock, there we go. A couple of hours of good chats from my favourite YouTubers. Hey, listen in, kids. You might learn something. There they are. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and then we all party at the end to um, Bowie's Heroes. Lovely, yeah. Which we didn't get to hear on the first night. So we're all just like, I come on stage, I'm like, let's hear it for the YouTubers. And then we could be heroes. And yeah, everyone's going to go nuts for that. Then Emma Bunting comes on to do in a four-hour set. and You yeah. read my mind. <laughs> yeah, look who's back. It's Emma Bunting. Is it actually? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, um, why not? She's there. She's there. You might as well, you know. I mean. She's there. The Foo Fighters are going to sing with her. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, Foo yeah. Fighters are great. Uh, and yes. I was actually listening to them this morning as well. And because I think, like, there's some people who 
who are really into music uh, get a little bit snobby around Foo Fighters, and uh, there's kind of yeah. that. Uh, yeah, the, and but I was actually like, I was listening to them, and they and the headlines for a reason, do you know what I mean? And they're really, yeah, I, I don't know, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so Foo Fighters are going to be playing as well. They're going to be on. I don't know them that well. I remember when I had first had a, a Sky TV in the early 2000s, they were on the box a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the box being a channel where you got to request music videos. I, I thought, I yeah, they, so, yeah. They were on the box a lot, not the TV box. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a box anymore either. It's just a screen. Yeah. Um, but in the early 2000s, there was a music channel called The Box and the Foo Fighters were on a lot. So I think they're mm-hmm. probably quite a big deal and when they play when they're joining Emma Bunton on stage everyone's like oh my god we thought it was just Emma Bunton again but it's the Foo Fighters too yeah it's because like you could do even like do secret sets because you would assume that people just think oh it's Emma Bunton again but it's like actually yeah with these people she was so good the first two days as well that people went well she would you want to go back to see Emma Bunton again yeah let's fight later yeah (laughs) it's like I've lost all my teeth yeah. yeah 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 I'm, they call me gummy now and it's fine, I guess. <laughs> I got to fight in a tent. <laughs> the gummy, the bare knuckle boxer. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. There's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of stories to be told from this festival. But then when the Foo Fighters are on, they, they do a bit where they're like, thank, thank, thank you everyone for coming and witnessing this great occasion. But we wouldn't feel it was right unless we uh, stated here and now that we are no longer AIDS denialists. And everyone goes, woo! And I'm like, what a relief for it. Yeah, I mean, like, it was a risky book, in all fairness. Because <laughs> you never know, maybe they're still AIDS denialists, but yeah. they're probably not anymore. Yeah. Look it up, guys. <laughs> if you've never heard of AIDS denialism, look it up, it's mad. You know what, I hadn't before this conversation, and I'm it's sad that who, exists. Yeah. yeah, it's people who don't believe AIDS exists, and the Foo Fighters were some of them. Oh, wow, okay. Um, yeah. Well, I'd, you know. It's just another layer to my festival. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or like they don't know about they at the end like uh, you you unveil like a thing that says AIDS that denial that's the point of yeah it's not anymore and so that's on. it that's it yeah, yeah. Uh, who's the he- final headliner for some our final act of the evening is so uh back in 2014 my friend Stephen Waller had a, his 30th birthday at Butlins for a weekend mm-hmm. and there was a covers band on that were really really good they were so like they were so good just doing all 90s hits mm-hmm. and um I think we'll have them on but I can't remember what they were called and I can't ask Stephen because we're not friends anymore because all his friends who were there in Butlins were really racist except me and uh, I said to him your friends are being really racist and he said well stop starting arguments with them then so we're not friends anymore. Wow, well, I'm but, sorry. Yeah, that's all right. It was a long time ago, and and he made his bed. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually and... only two friends. Anyway, um, but he took their side. Anyway, like this band, this covers band were excellent, and I can't mm-hmm. remember what they were called, but they're on. And uh, we haven't really. We've had a lot of like uh, like covers in this festival which is really yeah. cool and, not, and uh, I like that uh, yeah but um so what is it about our covers band which really uh what is it about it why why do you think they are headliner worthy because I think it's a really cool idea yeah well. well they really got the crowd going at mm-hmm. Butlins that night and um it was a man and one of the guitarists was his son he was mm-hmm. the man was singing and it, one of the guitarists was his son who'd been about 21 I guess and he went he kept going this is my boy this is my boy he kept saying Aww. that and uh there was a great atmosphere which really made up for the rest of the awful, awful yeah. weekend which yeah. was dreadful at one point I left our cabin at 8 a.m nobody was awake because everyone had been getting off their heads the night before I hadn't and I sat on a bench and just was really sad to be there for two more days but little did I know that on the Sunday this covers band would play and mm-hmm. I'd be like, ah, oh, amazing. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I think covers bands are underutilized at festivals as well. Because I, I remember yeah. going to Sonosphere, uh, yeah. in, I think like 2011, I think. And uh, on that on the morning, the first act on like the Saturday or Sunday morning was Bootleg Beatles. And, uh, Ooh, and they're uh, very like, good. Yeah. Hey, my, friend, my friend's dad was a tr- the drummer. Really? For the Bootleg Beatles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it was just like... That, that's, what, what a coincidence as well yeah but, then, yeah. but yeah it was just, I, I just I really loved it because I 
massive Beatles fan, but obviously don't get the chance to see him. And like, they were yeah. just tight. They were a lot of fun, a lot of energy. And it's a good way to start your day. And also a good way to finish it as well. Like, you're going to hear all your best songs played really that's well. It. Like, uh, yeah, it's, that's, that's wonderful as well. Damn straight. This covers band, they, they'll play all your favourites. So what are they playing? So what covers do you want them to hit? Uh, they played um, Living on a Prayer. Everyone yeah. was jumping up and down, loving that. Um, mm-hmm. all, it was all good 90s stuff. They did uh, that song that goes, you're unbelievable. Everyone liked that. Yeah, yeah. And then you wouldn't think you would, would you? You wouldn't go, oh, I can't wait to hear EMF's You're <laughs> Unbelievable. But when they started off, I went, hang on a minute. Yeah. yeah. And they did uh, Chum- Chumbawamba. Yeah. And they were like, and they had one of their sons did, oh, cry for me, next door neighbor. They didn't need the woman. Yeah. Oh wow. One of his sons could do it. It might you have know, been the only one was his only son. Uh that's oh that's my boy, that's my yeah. boy when it was lovely. That actually makes me feel so happy because like that dad must be having the whale of the time, like like yes. kicking with his son. Oh, that's, it, you know, that's it. Nice. What a life. They get to do butlins so much so that after their set, oh, I wish I got their name. After their set, I went down to the side of the stage and I went, guys, that was really great. Thank you for that. And I shook hands with Oh, that's nice. I was the only one. Uh, but like, yeah. <laughs> no one else gave a shit about the covers band enough yeah. to shake their hands. But I can't wait to invite them back to my festival if I could just find out their name. Brilliant. And what what a uh, 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 what a I'm going to say a hard hitting festival, but that's literal as well. It's it's a Damn lot of punches. Straight, lot of pun- raining punches. So let's there's another to- tent that's on. Yes, please do. Susie's Live Aid tent, and they've just got Live Aid going on for three days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd be quite good. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that, you know, I'd like that, but Foo Fighters to come in and say, hey, that's not happening. Oh, Live Aid, sorry. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. They're, 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 uh, <laughs> hey, it's not live, it's not real. But no, but no, they're, no, because they're no longer Ace Denialists. So they yeah, go, sorry. They, they, sorry. They go, Susie's Live Aid tent, and they're like, Dave, please don't. And he goes, no you know how I feel about this now. I believe yeah. it's real. And then they all that, they just actually, put their heads around the side and they give a big thumbs up to the act who's on stage and it's status quo. Yeah. Dave's like, I'm a changed man, you know. I met someone who really made me think differently. And the farmer's yeah. wife comes in there, hooks arm with him. Yeah. Let's go, Dave. And she is like, HIV is a real thing, Dave. He goes, I know this, I know. They're not fans of it. They think yeah. it. They think it's really sad if, yeah, yeah. you know, they're 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 now dedicated to uh, working on a cure for HIV. Okay, farmer's well, I... wife likes that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, let's head to the final part of uh, this podcast, and then we're going to yeah. sound some floor fillers. Oh. As with event management, things are bound to go wrong. So here yeah. are a couple of hypothetical questions that our guest has to deal with in a manner that they see fit. Great. Oh no, Emma Bunton has cancelled <gasps> last minute. Who do you get to replace her? Oh no, luckily I have this Emma Bunton tribute act. <laughs> she also does Cilla Black. Yeah, she Comes is. on, does Emma Bunton's big hit, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, very underrated song. And uh, everyone is like, thank you. That was fantastic. Brilliant. Joan Rivers acts like a total diva towards you. How do you get your revenge? I go, you can't roast me, Joan. It's my festival. And then yeah. she says, I'm so sorry about this. Yeah. And uh, we hug it out. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, oh, no, someone's running late at your festival uh, and you need to fill the time. But fortunately, yeah. one of your favorite celebrities in the whole world is willing to Ooh. do a DJ set for you. They don't need to be a DJ, but just any celebrity that you would like. Who would you like to DJ for you? Um, Guy Goma. The guy who was on BBC News in 2006 by accident because he came in for a 
yes. job interview. Yeah, yeah. And they got they thought, oh, it's the guy who's going to do a segment on digital and digital media, I think, on the news. Mm -hmm. it, it was only when they asked him about digital media live on news that he went, oh. And he answered all their questions and they still didn't think anything was amiss until after the interview. So yeah. he's ready for anything. So yeah. Guy Goma is going to go on stage and do a DJ set. He should be on everything. Absolutely. And he's going to do a little, uh, uh, he's going to do a little number at the fighting tent afterwards as well. It's like, yes. I wanted that job interview. Uh, yeah. Please. I, I really needed that job. This is a, a bespoke question towards you, but which Ooh. two people do you, um, uh, it, it, Let's say celebrities, but uh, maybe mm. not uh, celebrities. Which two celebrities would you like to fight in the uh, fight tent? Um, Mike eighty nine and <laughs> Cilla Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but that'd be Cilla Black is there, and she's like, "Did you try and fight with me?" Mike eighty nine <laughs> takes her down. Yeah, Big lovely fights. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, okay, so let's say Elton John and David Bowie hates each other's guts. They say oh, they no, want really. Yeah, yeah, there's some absolute oh bad beef between them. God, they, oh uh, my God, I thought they were friends. Yeah, apparently not, because they say they won't perform if the other band, uh, if the other artist is going to perform. So who would you choose oh. between the two? I'd just send both of them home and get the Chuckle <laughs> Brothers on for both nights. <laughs> I'm not having this. You know, I'm not going to be asked to pick between two <laughs> egomaniacs yeah. like that who would, like, they kick off like that. Get the Chuckle Brothers on. Yeah, absolutely. And you know yeah. what? Imagine the Chuckle Brothers doing both Elton John songs and David That's Bowie it. songs. But no one, they didn't say it whatsoever. They just yeah. performed it. Didn't mention that they were the Chuckle Brothers. That's it. Well, in this scenario, you don't even have to imagine. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, and I think that's the best way to finish there. What, what a way to finish. And uh, <laughs> well, Oh my God, what a hardcore festival that is. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us, Suze. Thank, thank you, and, and uh, hope you can attend. Uh, well, I... £249. I, you know what, I'm going to get some donuts. I mean, sorry, Suze's donuts. Suze's and, uh, donuts. I'm going to sit down and enjoy the, the fight tent. And, uh, um, but where can, where can people find you online? And what would you like to plug anything? Uh, yeah... Come on my Twitter, please. It's a lot like this podcast. Suits UK, S O O Z UK. Follow mm -hmm. me on there. Uh, you can see me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Suze Kempner, all one word. Mm -hmm. And oh, and I do a podcast called Mystery on the Rocks, which is really excellent as well. So check out, check out all those wonderful things. And thank you so much for listening to Castable. It's been an absolutely wonderful show. Please follow us at Castable Podcast and make sure to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get this from. Uh, thank you so much to my wonderful guest, Suze Kempner. Thank Kampner. you. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, see you guys at the Fighting Ten. <laughs> Bye. Bye.